your shelf for mine Talking sophisticated topics all the time Your shelf for mine Kick back, relax, crack a book on wine at your shelf Hello. Hello. And welcome to your shelf for mine. I am Becky Standall, Youth Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. And I'm Elizabeth Partridge, the Adult Services Librarian at the Longview Public Library. And we're here today to talk about... I thought that was existential there for a moment. We're here today. (laughs) Why are we here (laughs) at all? (laughs) <laughs> Just a blue marble floating through space. I tell you, cosmos. No. We're going to talk about the Rita Award winner, our first reading challenge category for the podcast in right. 2020. Correct. I but, forget what year mine was. I'm going to look that up while you're chatting. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, I was going to make you talk. Oh, what shall I talk about? <laughs> We're going to talk about what's um, the haps at the library right now. Okay. There's a lot going on. Um, we've started this year with a vengeance well, okay. Well, with energy. With a bang. With a bang. <laughs> at least. I suppose there's no vengeance, right? Uh, well. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, um, February, uh, well, January went off like a hitch. Firework. Is that firework? Without a hitch. Without a hitch. Um, and so <laughs> maybe we need to start February over. I seem to have a hitch. <laughs> anyway, so some of the things happening in February, we are actually going to start with being closed on the 17th for President's Day. So Monday, February 17th, the library will be closed. On the 19th, and I'm only going to talk about the adult programming, and I'll leave the children's programming to you, okay? But you forgot about the 15th. Oh, I did forget about the 15th because I wrote it out of order. Mm. So let me do that again. So on the 15th, which is a Saturday, we are hosting SCORE's next small business development class, which is Are You Ready for Takeoff? So that will start at 10 a.m. and at 1 p.m. And you can register for that class through a link on our homepage at longviewlibrary.org. Or you can go to the SCORE page at vancouver.score.org and register for it through their trainings links. And then on the 17th, we'll be closed. Yes. Excellent. And then on the 19th, we have a Northwest Voices presentation by one of our very own Hans Schaffes. He is going to be presenting his book of photography of East German buildings and cities and towns and people um, featuring old block buildings from when it was part of the Eastern Bloc. It's very cool. Have you seen it? Not in depth. Oh, okay. I've like seen it. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I haven't like read uh, okay. through it, you know. Well, and, and there's not a whole lot of text, mm-hmm. which is which is the nice thing about his book, because it does concentrate completely on the photography. And one of the things I do know about the presentation he's doing on the 19th is that it is featuring somewhere around 60 of the different photographs from his book and then stuff that didn't make it to the book. So it is um, going to be very interesting and full of pictures. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Then on the 24th is Page Turners, and the book that they're reading is The Salt Path. 
That's at 7 p.m. And then on the 25th, we have our second movie night of the year, which you might want to let it go. <laughs> no, I think the new song is. is called like Into the Unknown. It is. And I have it on my phone. Should I play it? I don't think we have the <laughs> yeah. Disney would the shut right, us down. The right to play it. Yeah. Into the Unknown. You could sing like a little bit. That's fine. Probably. That was part of it. Whisper singing. It's too quiet. Well, I didn't want to get caught, so... Anyway. <laughs> if you sing it three times in a row, Disney will appear. Will I get a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> if I sing that three times in a row, divorced from Frozen. <laughs> that was hilarious in so many ways. <laughs> and then on the 27th, um, WorkSource, Goodwill, LCC, and those of us at the library are hosting a hiring event for anybody who is looking for new in employment or to change their employment or to add to their employment. Um, there are already more than 10 employers signed up to be there to take your application and resume. Um, and we have access to one-on-one -on -one resume help. If uh, you need it, you can come talk to me, Elizabeth, at the library, and I will get you what you need to get some one-on-one -on -one resume help. Um, and then don't forget, there are two programs that are going through the end of February. First, on Tuesday mornings from 10 to 12, the Friends are hosting Curl Up with a Good Book, where they will have a toasty fire going in the fireplace, <laughs> not anywhere else. And they'll have uh, homemade cookies and cocoa and coffee and tea for you to sit there and read a book in a cozy chair next to the fire and sipping on some cocoa. Mm -hmm. That sounds delightful to me, actually. Yeah. I really just want to quit my job or quit working for those two hours. <laughs> and go just sit down, go sit down. Exactly. Read a book and drink some yeah, cocoa. And visit a little. Yeah, and have them... And feed me cookies. Yeah. Well, and then um, you have cookies, but last time they also had like bread, you know, like carrot cake is what it was. Oh, well, the one I had, it was like some sort of pineapple bread. Ah, nice. Was well, they mix it up. Yeah. They mix it That's up. That's good stuff. And then um, the other program that goes through the 28th of February is the adult winter reading program, Fire It Up where you can win some awesome prizes. And then at the end, there's a countywide drawing for a reading tablet. So <laughs> you can go uh, fill out some um, entry forms after you read a couple of books or even just one book and turn it in and win some prizes. So that's through the 28th. And so not through I the have. whole end of the month. Well, only because the 28th is a Friday and that's the last day normally of February. And all of my signs say it ends on the 28th of February because I don't want to make new signs. That's fine. Yeah. So just through the 28th. Don't, don't forget, too, that if you have any outstanding fines or restocking fees, you can actually put in an entry and have $5 taken off of your fine. Whoa. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I know. Whoa. What about downstairs? Downstairs. 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 We are um, going strong. That's beatboxing for you. Thank you. Thank you. On Tuesday, February 18, we're doing fruit slice pillows for Teen Tuesday. Cool. And those are like no-sew um, pillows. Is it glued? It is glued. 
Nice. Yeah. And on Wednesday the 19th, we have um, like a regular Wednesday morning baby story time happening at 1030. Uh, And then in the afternoon for our kids after school um, activity that day, we're making stickers. Mm -hmm. Custom stickers. You know, I want some custom stickers. Well, you need to go visit Jacob at 3 o'clock. Wednesday the 19th. Okay. 3 to 4.30 and just drop in. Okay. He'll teach you how. Sticker day. I'm writing it in my planner. Okay. Great. Stickers. Wonderful. Thank you. And then we have our regular story times on Thursdays. That's preschool story time. Thursdays at 10.30. And we have toddler time Fridays at 10.30. Um, what else? On Wednesday the 26th is our big kids book club. So that's for kids in upper elementary, so like grades three, four, five. And we're reading Sanity and Tallulah, which is a graphic novel um, about two girls who live on like a space station. Cool. It's really fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. What else do I have? Um, I don't know. Frozen 2? That's on. <gasps> you didn't just say that, did you? I can say it. Yeah, you can. I can see We just it. can't put it in the newspaper. Right. Yeah. And that's on the 25th because that's movie night. Right. Right. And that starts at 6 p.m. Great. Yeah. And you know what? Given the crowd we had for Frozen 1, you want to get there earlier than you think you do. Because we also, have a limit on the number of people that we can allow. Yeah. And it's also room. the day that it's like... Releasing. Correct. A, I have to go buy it that morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, um, what's going on in your personal life? Whoa. Whoa. That's personal. That was. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my work and personal life just kind of like blur together. It is kind of a one. And a blur of just one life a blur of reading lists <laughs> it's, just, it's just a long reading list so um i had said that i, I thought w- you were gonna say something else <laughs> that's not on the reading list <laughs> you had said i had said that i wasn't doing book juries this year but I lied and now I am. Oh, see? Why are you such a dirty liar? Well, I didn't know I was lying at the time. Oh, okay. Well, that's understandable. It was, <laughs> it was my truth then. Yes. And but now it it's changed. No, not my truth anymore. So, do you want to tell them what transpired or shall we just leave it at that? <laughs> we'll just leave it at okay, that. Okay. She's back on. <laughs> Let's just leave it there. <laughs> Anyways, so I have some catching up to do. I think like December and January uh, were like... Sl- quieter less reading months for me right and i did a lot of like watching tv and like playing video games and just kind of what'd you play um i just play a lot of just dance oh okay (laughs) well i should send matilda over there because she really wants to just play just dance yeah and i'd rather play god of war so well yeah i mostly just play uh that game yeah so i'm just watching a lot of stupid videos on youtube ah um, so I was just really taking a break and doing that. And although I did, so like my book club, my personal life book club, we do a mock prince every year. You might want to say what And that the is. prince is the, 
Um, it's, it's an award. It's an, a book award that's awarded every year by the ALA and the YALSA, the Young Adult Library Services Association, for like um, the, I don't know what the word they use, most distinguished contribution to young adult literature or something like that. That's what the Newberry is for children's it's, it's literature. For good books. For, yeah. For young adults. It's award for good book. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, so we read. That's why it's the prince. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually named after um, somebody whose last name was Prince. So okay. I did read those books, except for actually, I think this is the first year. This was our ninth time doing this. And the first year I haven't read, I hadn't read by the time we met mm-hmm. all of the books on the list. Right. That's how much I was just... Not reading as much as I normally do. Man. Probably still a lot for, like, regular people. Yeah. I, you, you read more than regular people. For sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> Anyways, and so in that vein, I set a goal for February to read... All of the books in the library. Well, no. Most of the books probably aren't in the library. 58 books. In? 29 days. Yep. And you are... I'm to five. Yeah. And today is... Six. So I'm like a little behind still, but I'm not worried. No. I have a long weekend. You'll crank that out. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So um, I've I've been doing those things. Mm -hmm. I started some broccoli on my kitchen table. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of looking forward to planting vegetables Um, Hmm. whenever it's spring. (laughs) Uh, If it ever becomes spring. When it becomes spring. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting yeah. for spring. Yeah, so this is my first time back to podcasting. Oh, and I've been I going left. to a lot of plays. You went to a lot of plays? Well, I've been to two, but it seems like a lot. Ouch. I saw Fiddler on the Roof oh, since you oh, were here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you saw Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Okay. It was really great. And then just on last Sunday, I saw Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, okay. That's good, too. That was one you wanted to mm-hmm. see, so. I wanted to see Fiddler, too. I Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and then next month... I'm going to go see Frozen with with Matilda. Woo, woo. Man, we've really plugged Frozen a lot today. They owe us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Disney. What about you? We haven't even talked about your trip. No, we haven't. Yeah, I was just looking at the pictures just to make sure I remembered because it's been so long. <sighs> yeah. So You miss your hammock? I do, desperately. Yeah. Yeah, it's, coming back to work is a little bit difficult when you, you enjoy should set your like vacation. a hammock up in your cubicle. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine who'd be sleeping in my hammock uh, by the time I came back to my desk? Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, if she could have a hammock in the library, yeah. why can't I have a exactly. hammock? Exactly. And then we'd have, you know, overnight guests. But I do need to have a hammock location. So I. Uh, I'm working on that. Yeah, that it was really one of my favorite times um, on vacation. So it uh, made an impression, and it was fun because uh, Jennifer had never been there, so mm-hmm. that was nice to, to to share. Share, yeah. And then uh, I was scoping out where I want to live when I quit my job. <laughs> moved so, there. Moved there. Yep. And you talked to some. Library people? I did, actually. I went to a library in one of the cities that I visited and talked to the library director there and told her that when I come back in July that I will (laughs) 
teach an English class for her. So we have that. Becky's making noise. I'm trying to be really conscientious, <laughs> but like not making weird sounds. <laughs> so her body's fighting her. <laughs> so I have made arrangements with this woman to teach an English class while I'm vacationing because I'm actually not vacationing at this point. Now it's reconnaissance for retirement. <laughs> so early retirement coming my way. Yep. But it was a great vacation in a great place. And I saw people. That were great, and it was great. So, um, mm-hmm. but you didn't see any sloths? We didn't, um, which I felt bad for Jennifer because she really wanted to see a sloth. But I've seen sloths, so I wasn't looking for one. And it was because she really wanted to see one, probably, that they all hid. Yeah. She was really disappointed because there were pictures of a place where she had been at the same time where other people saw sloths. And she did not. Mm-hmm. And that was a little disappointing. It's like when we went to Alaska and there was and no, there moose. no moose. Yeah. I didn't eventually see a moose at like a zoo. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We did see the tail end of a moose. Sure. But not, not like, like your friend promised. You. Right. Yeah. He'll come up and eat out of your head. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't feed a moose. No, you shouldn't. Dangerous. Yeah. But. I mean, I fed a moose matter. because it was at the zoo, though. Uh-huh. Well, not a zoo. It was a farm. Anyways, don't bother the moose. They're really big. They're huge. They're gigantic. Did you ever see that video of Kristen Bell on Ellen? No. No. Well, it's a pretty good one. You knew that before you even (laughs) asked. (laughs) So Kristen Bell really likes sloths. She likes sloths. And Ellen surprised her with a sloth when she was a guest on her show. Ah. And she just like... Cried and cried. Oh, my God. And it was based off her husband rented a sloth for her birthday party. Oh, my gosh. And they made a little video of her crying about that. And so Ellen was talking to her about it. And then she brought out another sloth. Oh, my gosh. It was just sloths all over the place. I guess if you live in L.A., you can just, like, rent a sloth. That's got wrong written all over it. Well, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. I, I don't really need to see a sloth. All I really want is a hammock and warm temperatures. Mm-hmm. And right now I want that more than I can actually express with words because of you, how cold and wet and gross You it could is. set up a hammock down in the staff workroom where it's, where 80, it's 80 degrees. degrees. <laughs> Put a palm tree right there. Get a little fan, buy some water. Yeah, just to replicate water. Get like one of those little fountains. The there you like go. Some- so I sat in a hammock. And, and if you um, are watching my Instagram, which, you know, 30 people might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You saw that I tried every hammock in every place that I went because that's all I wanted to do on vacation was sit in the hammock and enjoy the weather. And so I did that every single day. Nice. It was fantastic. What did you eat? Um, so one of the things that was Sloth? on my... No. I was just kidding. No. <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> So one of the things that was on my list to do was to learn how to make patacones, which is the um, fried plantain little circles. Yep. And so I got a lesson on that and I came home and I was all prepared to make it. And we don't have any plantains that are green in our town. Oh. So I can't do anything. So now I have to hope that the knowledge stays with me. (laughs) 
But the goal is to make patacones myself. The other thing that I got a lesson on was yuca. So have you had mm-hmm. yuca? I, I love yuca. And so I went to the grocery store yesterday to buy some yuca, and it's four ninety nine a pound, which, you know, after you peel it and take the um, root out of the middle, the core root out of the middle, you're left with, like, nothing for five bucks. Um. You could just grow some in your house like a house plant. Or I could just go to <laughs> Panama and have them feed me, which is my preferred method of sure. yucca consumption. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do then. I had some yucca um, last year when I was in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. We went to this like some weird fusion. We actually went to a couple weird fusion restaurants mm-hmm. and it was like good, but it was like. It's Brazilian food plus Japanese food. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. I um I did do some looking around in terms of, of you know, pricing and how much things cost and so um and then when I came back I looked at um different options for volunteer volunteer opportunities that are down there. And I think that my best bet because when I leave, you know, I've got a five and a half year plan now. So I'm saving money like a crazy person to make sure that I can leave mm-hmm. in five years to go someplace warm forever. And one of the things that I noticed around there is that there's, a, I mean, it's a super impoverished country. There's a lot of poor people, but um, they're busy. They're they're working. They're doing stuff. And um, I can teach English. I mean, mm-hmm. I have, you know, the skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To do that, and I could do it for free, and people could benefit from it. And I thought, well, you know what? If the library there wants to play, I could totally do that, and that would occupy my time mm-hmm. when I'm not in the hammock, right? Yeah, and help you make some friends. Uh, yeah, that too. But <laughs> <laughs> they could get their own hammocks, right? Yeah, but you know, and then thinking in terms of of you know, maybe Axel will come with me and. I'll have to put him in school. He'll have to learn Spanish. You know, he's already starting to learn Spanish, good. so that's good. Yeah, but you'll probably know it by the time you go. I think so. He's he's. Uh, um, I have him on thirty minutes of Duolingo every day, so it should work. If you don't have Duolingo for learning languages on your phone, you can get it for free at your app store. Learn languages. I used it when I had to learn Portuguese. Mm-hmm. It was great. It worked. Cool. And learned some Portuguese. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But my trip was fantastic and it has solidified my plans for my future. So that was my trip. It was great. I'm going back. I'll, I'm, I'm thinking July, but it, I'm looking at the prices of tickets and it's either going to be the beginning of July, which I'm not as keen on, mm-hmm. or the middle of August which the prices for flights is much cheaper. So, And this is ridiculous, but it's the truth. The reason I want to go in July or August is that there is a specific kind of fruit that grows during that time that I have been wanting for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So, And I can't get it anywhere else. So, um, you know, that's the entire reason I want to go during those months. So... You gotta have reasons for yeah. stuff, right? So yeah, I have to have goals, dreams. Yeah, and and I really want to eat that stuff, so that's when I gotta go. And Axel is out of school then, so he can 
hang out at home and doesn't have not to. Going with him. He doesn't want to go this time. He doesn't feel he's quite ready, mm. but he wants to go the time after that. So he and I will just hang out on a beach for a week or so. Lovely. I am looking forward <laughs> already. Yeah, it's it's amazing what a difference that climate and temperature made for me mm-hmm. mentally. And and it just did really did solidify how much I prefer that kind of weather to this kind of weather. So, and knowing that that exists and that it's a possibility just made things a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it might snow next week. Shut your mouth. Well, I think that the more excited I get about the possibility of it snowing is the less likely it will snow. Keep getting excited. So, <laughs> I, oh yeah, every my day gosh, I like look outside. Is it here? Crushed. Oh, gross. no, it isn't. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. On Sunday, um, Sunday was Booker's birthday. I think I saw a picture of that. And it was Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. And I went to see a play, so I only saw like the first five minutes of the Super Bowl, but I left my dogs in my parents' house. So I went by there to pick them up after it. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, it's going to be snowing in Longview by the time you get there. Ugh. It was not. No. At least not at my house. Yeah. Maybe up in the Heights. Yeah. So I went out to go for a jog one morning. Was it at the beginning of this week or was it when was I have no idea when I it was. I couldn't tell you. But it was, <laughs> but there was snow on my car. You're so lucky. You're such it a could change downer. Again. I'm an upper. So let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's actually bring it down again and talk about these Rita award winners. Let's just take it down a notch. Take it down. So... Um, when, when, uh, I was making this list, I was like, gotta make Elizabeth read a real romance novel. So I'll pick, um, a Rita award winner as one of the categories for our reading challenge. And I did. She did. And then we chose to do it as our first one. Yes. Cause it, I had to do it. So we might as well get it, get it over with. <laughs> and then like the next day, mm-hmm. um, all this news broke. About Rita. <laughs> about the RWA. So, um, let me tell you about it, I guess. Yeah, tell us about... So, RWA stands for Romance Writers Association, and they... Um, Are kaput. They host the, the Rita Awards. <laughs> they hosted. They hosted. Well... <clears throat> hosted with the mosted. Hosted with the mosted. So, um, a bunch of stuff... Went down, true down. Like at the end of December-ish, um, beginning of January. Correct. And this is what happened. Tell me. Tell you. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. <laughs> Got that in there. Yes, you did. Okay. What was your resolution? Hey yo. <laughs> My resolution to go. Hey yo. <laughs> More often. More often. <laughs> I'd forgotten. I hadn't See? been. I hadn't been keeping up on that resolution. <laughs> you need to write it in your oh, calendar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did you say hey <laughs> today? Probably not enough. Okay. Oh. Anyways, so um, Courtney Milan, who is an author, like really popular romance author and member, former member uh, of the RWA and previously chairperson of their ethics committee. Uh oh. Um, tweeted like a criticism of somebody else's novel saying that their portrayal of the Asian character in it was racist. Oh my. She said a racist mess. Whoa. 
So the author of that book and somebody else complained about her and this tweet mm. to the Ardan Hue and they kicked her out. Kicked the person who made the tweet out. Right. Mm -hmm. And then a bunch of other people got mad about that. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, she's allowed to, you know, cr criticize other books mm -hmm. and to write about it. And so a bunch of people in the wake of that, they left the RWA. Correct. And then. Oh, my. It gets worse. Oh, here's a cool timeline. I'm trying to read this article a little bit. So I've been following this story mostly on pu through Publishers Weekly. There were quite a few headlines about there it. There were. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I think that they were the ones that kind of were reporting it. Yeah. Like, well, and one of the big things that they mentioned. Go for it. Was about the Rita Awards and this year. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so a bunch of people left the organization and everyone was mad. Oh, so this complaint was filed back in August about... Well, there's some other complaints. Anyways, after all of this stuff happened, what I'm trying to say is that a bunch of people like on the board and leadership of RWA resigned. Immediately. I mean, on the wake of this. In the wake just, of this. They just said, done. Um, including this person, Damon Suede, mm -hmm. which is such a romance, romance writer's name. name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> after, we heard, after we read his name, we were coming up with our own romance. Yeah. Name. My romance name was going to be Becky Pellows. But I think that's a stripper name. So so now I'm going to, it's going to be Becky Velvet. Which she tried to put on me, but that's. <laughs> Elizabeth. Know, I'm good. Velour. Velour. I am good. Um, I'm good. <laughs> Lizzie Satin. OMG. Anyways. Um, and because of um, all of these different people leaving the organization and the board resigning, they decided that they're not going to try to do a Rita Awards for 2020, which is usually done during the summer, mm -hmm. because they don't think, well, first of all, leadership in the organization is all like a mess right now. Right. But also they didn't think they'd get the um, submissions that they would normally get because of everything that's happened. Right. Well, and then a lot of the people who jumped ship started promoting the other romance. Right. So they started a different romance writers mm -hmm. organization. Group, yeah. But I don't know what that's called. It's got one extra letter. I know that. It starts with an R. <laughs> <laughs> but that was funny that. Yeah. Like as soon as I'm like, let's read a Rita. It's just like um, for the last time. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe baby. Which would be appropriate title for one of their books. It might be a title already. But <laughs> it's kind of interesting, is. this kind of like, um, kind of like diversity and equity situation that they're now having to like kind of reckon with because of all of the stuff that's happened is something that I think um, young adult literature got a little bit of, a <laughs> like a little bit ahead of the game mm -hmm. for like a few years. Um, I think since we, we need diverse books was founded. Okay. Um, they've been kind of focusing on that. Right. Um, and I d don't think as much about like adult publishing and the environments of, you know, different genre publishing right. and stuff and how, right. of course, well, and everyone's kind of on their different 
timeline and they have all like their own issues right. and, and it, culture and, and that's the thing is yeah. that you, you can't cross platform either you know if you're in the romance world you're in the romance world. well you can't and there's people who do but no but i'm saying in the organizations themselves they don't seek out the opinion of another genre to tell them how to run their genre so to speak it's kind of like a club Sure. You know, my mm-hmm. my bylaws are not the same as your bylaws. Yeah. So yeah. So when you talk about uh, YA having the opportunity to branch out, I think it's because there's better collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that there's like a little bit more because you're writing for younger people. Like, I think the authors who write those books are more willing to, in some ways, accept criticism because they're trying to write with us, like you know, a specific audience. Maybe that might be being too generous. I think that's being a little too generous. <laughs> I think that also has something to do with the generation which you live. Because mm-hmm. if you are talking about the adult world, you're looking at a generation that's probably further away from the teen world. And so they're kind of set in, in this is just how it's done. You know, whereas the teen world or young adult world, they're, they're exploring how things are coming at them now. You know, coming at them at real time. Mm-hmm. So if you're living it, then it's more pertinent to bring it into the, your books. Whereas if you're kind of in that nostalgia, living your life through your stories, and you're not really wanting to face real life. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. I think that there's a lot to be said about just writing the story from where you are right, you know, where you think. Not right in today's world, not with the news headlines coming at you, it's just, you know, your story has been sitting in there for a long time and it's not, it's not evolving with the culture of the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I think I'm trying to say. Yeah, I understand. But that's like an audience thing. Yeah, because exactly. I mean, it's an age thing. Right. Yeah. I think it is. But not necessarily like the age of the authors. No, 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 there's, no, no, no. It's. Yeah. Of the audience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Anyway, given all of that, uh-huh. um, we're still here to talk about our Rita Award winners. Right. Mine was from last year. So 2019, perhaps mm. the last year of the Rita's. <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah, right. Although, you know, looking at the list, and I don't, um, I don't read like widely in romance or know like tons about it. Really, like I have a few like authors that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed to me like, like the biggest books aren't on the lists. The what you would normally say, hey, that's an amazing. Yeah, if I was like, oh, this yeah. is the best romance book of this year. Correct. Not it, necessarily on that list. It did not make a Rita winning yeah. book. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember seeing any authors that, and I don't read romance on purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not something I gravitate toward. So I really have a limited knowledge of, of romance authors. You know, I just know yeah. the main ones that I can refer. <laughs> and I didn't see any of their names. Yeah. None of their names in, in any of these. So Yeah, I think in the kind of like paranormal romance section, there are more of those little names that I recognize. Um but in the other ones, it's, yeah. There's just a handful. They're not, like, the best-selling authors. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was interesting, because then I read this one, and I was like, well, and this one's not as good as, like, you know, the, the ones I really like. But so some of the, just, like, the categories are really specific. They're like, because this is, like, a mid-length book 
or something. And it's pretty short. Right. Is, and is that a, an adult one? Yes. Yeah. All the YA books, I know those ones. Yeah. Matilda got the My Bollywood Life. Yeah. That one. Um, let me just tell you something about this um, book that I am reading. And mine is the, um, can't remember, but where I found it. But there's something on mine that talks about how this is one of the best books of the year. I mean, it didn't even say one of the best romances of the year. It said one of the best books of the year. And um, I was shocked to read that <laughs> because it wasn't one of the best <laughs> books I've read, you know. And, and my book is from 2014, just so we know the year that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there were other really good books put out in that year, but... Um, the New York Times said this was one of the best books. And it wasn't. Huh. It was. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> so what did you read? What are, what are we so talking about? So I read the contemporary romance winner of 2014. And it was called Crazy Thing Called Love by Molly O'Keefe. And that was like a mid-length category. It didn't have a long oh, okay. mid that year. So, oh, okay. Yeah, and the other years do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this one they didn't have. They just had the one contemporary romance winner. Um, maybe because it was 2014, so over the five years after that, they added maybe. more categories. Yeah. yeah. Well, that might be because, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just speculating here. <laughs> just throwing some wild ideas out. We but can like, because Rita's not even yeah, there anymore. We can just so we, make we stuff say whatever up. we want. Um, like, this is... Published by Haver Street Press, which mm. is either a very small publisher or perhaps um, like an independent publisher, i.e. like a self-publish. So I, I am mistaken that it was not the New York Times. It was NPR. Oh. Yeah. Here it is. Well, that's a little bit more legit because I think sometimes you can pay the New York Times to tell you your book yeah. is great. So named one of the best books of the year by NPR. So it was probably on their like romance list. <laughs> anyway, so my story is it, it, it's. Um, all right. So this man and this woman are best friends from when they're 10 and 12 years old. Yep. Yeah. And then they end up getting married. Sure. Very young. And he's. When they're 10 and 12? No, no. When they're 18 and 20. Oh, okay. So, Stop. yeah, they finish school. <laughs> and he actually becomes a professional hockey player. Oh, uh -huh. And so they're married for two years. Mm -hmm. And he runs off to live the hockey life. There's a lot of hockey romances. Yeah. So, um,. They don't really talk about hockey or the game or anything sure. like that. He's yeah. just a player. Mm -hmm. And he's a bad boy player, of course, because, you know. Is he like a hockey player and like a player player? No, he's not. That's oh, the, okay. Yeah, he's not a player player. He's a, <laughs> he's an angry player. Oh. So he causes fights all the time. Mm -hmm. So anyway, she goes off and lives her own life because she doesn't like the person he's turned into. But they're still married? No, no, they get divorced. Oh, okay. And he goes off and lives his life. And so um, 14 years later, mm -hmm. she has her own news program. So she's a morning news not news, but, you know, like those variety shows that they do in the morning. Right. What are they? Like talk shows, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Morning talk show. Yeah. So she's got a, a morning. local? Dallas. Okay. Yeah. And um, and he sees her for the first time in all that time. And, of course. It's just like the first time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So then um, he decides that he's going to um, see her again and get back into her life however he can. 
in whatever capacity. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not going to force anything, sure. you know. But he has his agent contact the news the the news station television station right so um the television station producer says hey let's do this makeover show and we'll do it with a sports guy and we'll make this bad boy into this good boy and guess who it is who's proposed and it sounds like i'd like this book (laughs) i think you would quite a bit (laughs) Actually, so then he goes on the show, and of course the sparks fly. Yeah, and she's and like, "What? This yeah. guy from my past?" No, she she mm. tried to not get him on the show because she knew who he was. Oh, okay. She knew she was married to him. No one else knows <laughs> uh-huh. that she was married to him at all uh-huh. until after they start doing a little digging into his past, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, you were married to this guy." And she's like, "I know. I told you not to bring him on the show." <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, she's like, "Duh. <laughs> Why do you think I didn't want him on the show?" So anyway, sh- she's stuck with him on the show, and they um, uh, have this makeover program where they, you know, he's super fit because he's a big time hockey player, and and so they dress him up and put him in in pretty clothes, and he looks good, and she's all hot for him, mm-hmm. and and they do stuff together. And in the book, it is quite explicit sure. what they do together and um, quite steamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like each other quite a bit. <laughs> Let me tell you. So then um, other things happen and um, he ends up really wanting her back in his life. And she's really pushing him away because she doesn't want what they had before. Mm-hmm. And and so she needs to see that he is yeah, not the she same She needs to be convinced that he's changed. Is that yeah. You would love this book. Yeah. I, I know this plot line. You don't even have to tell me anymore. <laughs> so anyway, uh, do you want me to give you some spoilers? Or do you, or you want oh, to spoil it? Right. I so, mean, in a genre, like, I feel like... It's gonna hit these certain things. <laughs> so he comes. It's not from, a romance if they're not together at the end, right? So he comes from a very messed up home, mm-hmm. and when he was um, uh, twelve or fourteen, something like that, he his dad was drunk and you know messed up and. Um, came into his bedroom one night and wanted his money from his hockey signups that he had earned, you know, by um, mowing lawns and things like that. Mm-hmm. And his dad was all messed up and he wanted his money. And so he came in, tried to get his money and grabbed a skate and cut his face with, with his ice skate. With his ice skate. <sighs> yeah. And so he's got this huge scar on his face and, you know, only a couple of people know why and how mm-hmm. he got that. And she, was the mom disappeared, the dad disappeared, and the girl, who was two years younger than him, took him to the hospital, got the ambulance, and mm-hmm. got him to the hospital and stayed there with him the whole time. And then, of course, they were in love ever since, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time. Um, and so, you know, they've got this huge bad history of abuse and neglect and all of these things. Whereas in her family, it was a small family. Everybody took care of each other. They loved each other. And that's, you know, what she wanted in her life. And then she ended up getting more of what he had in his life. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want that. So then um, during the show, a little girl and a little boy show up on the show and they say, hi, daddy. And he doesn't have kids. And so the whole studio just goes nuts. And then the news people go nuts. And his reputation is in the toilet. And <laughs> and she knows that those aren't his kids. <laughs> but the producer did this trick. Um, you know? mm-hmm. And so um, it turns out that those are his sister's kids. Uh. And that um, he didn't even know it because she was an addict that she died. And oh. so these little kids 
were staying with his other mm-hmm. sister who was abusing them. And so he was So mad. they need him yeah, to be exactly, their dad. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, he learns all these wow, things about what these a kids. Sc- scummy producer. Yeah, he got fired. Good. Yeah. Using those kids for yeah, views. Exactly. And he was saying that too. They had the most number of views. Anyway. So <laughs> So um to make this long story longer. The kids end up, you know, causing a whole lot of grief because mm-hmm. they're messed up mentally and one's 13 and one's four and, and different dads and, you know, he doesn't know what to do with them. He knows they need him and mm-hmm. he's got a ton of money because he's never spent any money mm-hmm. and, and, um, he asks her to help with the kids because they bond really quickly and then, um, uh, he ends up adopting them, taking them from his other sister and, and adopting them and, and then um, the four of them end up kind of together, just living together. And then in the epilogue, um, they're having a party, and he thinks it's for the teenage girl because they're all well-adjusted, happy children now. Mm-hmm. And he won the Stanley Cup because all of this pulled him together, and he <laughs> was now a leader on his team and no longer a bad boy. Uh-huh. And so um, they were celebrating, and he got to keep the Stanley Cup that week, so there was a party at the house, and it turned into what it actually was, was their wedding. Aww. Aww. So they did get married again two years after that. Cute. Yeah, so that was my story. It made me think of... A few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, I turned on Hulu Live TV because uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to watch The Good Place. Uh-huh. And it was on some sports channel that I had been watching before, uh-huh. like the last time I'd watched Hulu. And the the show was about, that was on, was about um, kind of like sports culture and trauma. Okay. And how... Trauma is not dealt with like very well right. in professional sports. And the guy who was talking had been a hockey player uh-huh. in this was like in the late 80s, I think, Okay, where he got his throat slit by a skate, by a skate during a game Eek. and almost bled out on the ice. That's disgusting. And they were talking about it and how like it happened. He thought he was going to die. He had like he like stood up and walked off of the ice right. as he's like bleeding out because oh. he didn't want his mom to see him die on national oh, TV. Poor guy. And he was only saved because their one of their coaches had been like a trauma surgeon oh. in Vietnam oh. and knew like how, how to, to <laughs> yeah. Close it up. Well, just how to they like you put extreme pressure on your oh. chest to slow your heart rate down. Oh. Um yeah. Wow. And then like held his He's so lucky. vein like closed, closed with his yeah. hand. You know how slippery those are too? Oh my I mean, gosh. Yeah. Oh, the dedication that took. Incredible. Yeah. That's crazy. And then he was back out on the ice in like 10 days. Shut up. How hockey. did you do that? I mean, you wouldn't even have regained all of your iron. That's crazy. Yeah. So well, he was talking like the concussions in football. Yeah. When, you're when out he was talking about day. like, um, the how he didn't ever like no one ever talked about like the like 
emotional trauma of going you're through just that. supposed to get up and go back yeah there. and how people talked mm-hmm. like he was so celebrated for being like the toughest guy ever especially wow. in like hockey wow um for just like getting back out there and playing again so soon wow and like he said he said like a couple of years it was like two years later when he finally like the shock was over and wow. he was just really starting to deal with what had happened to him unreal it was crazy yeah that is crazy yeah that's so scary. Yeah. And then I was like, hockey is really scary. It really is. When you think about those skates yeah. and, and even even your hockey stick can slit your throat. You're just like, Ugh. that's just grody. Yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, ice skates in general are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even stand up on them. I mean, they'll kill me if I even try them on. The one time I went ice skating, I hurt my rear end so bad that I could not even walk uh-huh. because I fell so hard. I'm serious. I ended up just sitting on the sidelines because it was like, dude. Not a bummer. Yeah, but I wasn't about to try it again because that hurt. A bummer. Because <laughs> you fell on your bum. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was my story. And it was hot and heated and it was a romance for sure. <laughs> for so, sure. Yeah. Um, the book that I read is called Advanced Physical Chemistry. And it turns out that it is um, like in a series and uh, the series is called, it's by Susanna Nix, Chemistry Lessons Series. And like in each one, like the woman main character is a scientist. I don't know if they're more about science than this one is because this one has like zero science in it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Does it count like having women scientists if... You just say she's a woman scientist. <laughs> she's a she, scientist. Oh my god, this is so up there. This well, novel. and then I guess so. She, her name is Penny. She's a chemical engineer, and she works for the patent office, um, like reviewing patent applications. Okay. Um. So she works from home. She lives in LA now, but she's originally from somewhere else. I don't remember. And had moved to LA. She like followed a boyfriend there and then he cheated on her and they broke up and she just stayed because she felt like stupid for doing that. Doing that. Mm-hmm. And she can just like go home. Right. Anyway, so she's friends with these women from the other books and they have like a knitting club and they meet in this coffee shop once a week. Why does this sound so hipster? It isn't. Okay. Um why does it sound like it though? I don't know. Uh and but I didn't know this until the end that the women were all from scientists from different books because they never talk about science during their knitting club. I thought maybe they would if they were all in the same field. It's like if you and me and people got to our knitting club and never talked about the library. Number one, we don't have a knitting club. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, all we talk about is the library. So, I know, so it's weird that yeah. they never talk about work. Yeah, well, it's weird that um, you would go to great lengths to call them scientists and name all your books after science and not include science in your yeah, books. Yeah, so That's I guess... very strange. Um, I didn't know very much about it before I started it because I thought it was going to be about like two chemists meeting and i was like oh that's cute but that's not what it's about at all no and you were gonna like look at the formulas that they came up with well yeah i don't know they'd be like i don't know what i thought (laughs) it's not what i thought it did not turn out like that so in the beginning of this book she's at the coffee place with her friends at their knitting club and her current boyfriend no walks in with some other girl shut it right now yeah 
And so she goes in the bathroom to cry. That's the beginning. And he doesn't see her and they're not. Like, no, it's like a chat. it's like a different day than her. They normally meet. And he said he said he couldn't. Whatever. He told her he was out of town for business. Okay. Oh, so he was already. Yeah. And he okay. thought that she wouldn't be there because that she's not normally there on that night. Correct. But still, I don't know why you would go to your girlfriend's favorite, favorite place. place. That makes no sense. Anyways, but it has to happen for the book to make sense. Okay. So she is crying in the bathroom. She's pretty embarrassed. Right. And then the hot barista who works there comes in to check on her. Uh-huh. And he's like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm embarrassed. And then she's like, this guy's never talked to me before. He is like really awkward and he doesn't make eye contact and he won't have conversations with me. And she thought that he didn't like her, uh-huh. but he's very, very hot. That's pretty much like his whole jam. Like I kept expecting there'd be some like personality development for him. It's just that he's hot. <laughs> there isn't any. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's serving one purpose. His name is Caleb. Of course. And he's is. very hot. Well, there you go. And um, End of story. <laughs> the end. Anyways, so. Does she have some Caleb cake? <laughs> <laughs> end of story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. Well, there you go. Anyways. Um, so she breaks up with her boyfriend, obviously. Right then? Because that would have been appropriate. No, she comes out of the bathroom and he's gone. Oh. And so she calls he him. He never saw her. No. Oh, he's so blind. Yeah, he's dumb. So she calls him and he like tries to pretend that he wasn't there and tries to gaslight her and it doesn't work because she's not stupid. She's a scientist. It said so in the title. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, she just is kind of like trying to move on with her life. Right. In the wake of this, she feels like all her boyfriends are always just going to cheat on her. And she's really sad. Okay. But back at so the coffee shop. So she comes up with a love potion. No, no. Because that's the scientist. She doesn't do anything like that. She's just like, <laughs> I'm going to stick on with my routine. I'm just so, going to go bag Caleb the hot barista. <laughs> so she works at home. And then like every day at the same time, she goes to the coffee shop for her like break. Right. And then all of a sudden... He, like, is interested in her. Caleb. Caleb is. Mm-hmm. And he talks to her. Didn't see that coming. And, and all of the stuff. Uh, and he's shy. Uh-huh. Or, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He's awkward. Well, he's not awkward any... Well, he's still kind of awkward. Maybe he's autistic. Maybe he's got Asperger's. No, that's not what's happening here. Maybe he's he's just dumb. <sighs> So he, his backstory, yeah, his backstory is that he um, is going to be like moving away to go to medical school. So he's not making connections because he's leaving anyway. Right. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And his um, dad is like a military doctor who was always like really strict and was like, you know, like he disappointed him by not joining the army. Right. And so he can't disappoint his dad by also not becoming a doctor. Oh, you can't do that. Um, even though he doesn't want to be a doctor. Uh, he's too hot to be a doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so um, one of the other regulars at the coffee place is this like cute old man mm. who um, it's implied he and Caleb have like a friendship. So I thought there'd be some character development there. Nothing. But there isn't. The book is just over at the end. And he's still just hot. So this old man has a heart attack. And Caleb saves him. Because he's, you know, he was pre-med. He's going to go to medical school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And 
the ambulance comes and takes him and uh, Penny, the main character, goes to the hospital and like she calls like the old man's relatives. They live somewhere else. And uh-huh. Anyways, after Caleb's shift is over at the coffee place, he comes to check on her and then he like kisses her. Well, not on her, on him, on the old man. Okay. And then when they're leaving, he kisses her. And then she's like, what's going on? And he's like, I didn't want to because I'm leaving. And she's like, let's just hook up anyways. Take it day by day. Um, Let's just take it every day. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's leaving in like a month. And they start a relationship and it gets like too serious too soon. And like, she's so sad. Blah, 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 blah. Right, 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 right. Um. So do they they end up figuring it out, or is it just going their own way? So he decides that he's not going to go to medical school, but he doesn't talk to her about it. He just, like, what she thinks is going to be his last weekend, he's like, oh, I have to go visit my parents. Uh-huh. And to, to share the news with them? Yes, okay. but he doesn't tell her that. Ah. He just leaves, uh-huh. and then he comes back, and she's kind of like... found another boyfriend. She's kind of mad at him, because she's like, <laughs> well, you're, like, you're leaving in a couple days. Whoa. So whatever, and he's like, no, no. I'm gonna stay because and I told my parents barista who is no he's going to like do something else uh huh I don't know he's going back to school but he's not going to the medical school and he's not going to be a doctor a doctor okay so he's just gonna stay the end interesting yeah I mean it was fine like it's really pretty short and cute and uh, like really quick Mm -hmm. and. You know, you kind of know what's going to happen from the beginning. I kept thinking more was going to happen, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. I think if it had been just like a regular length romance novel, she could have really like made it a little bit better. Uh-huh. But this is how long it is. So it's just like, I don't know, kind of like a popcorn book. <laughs> it's like you can sit there and eat the whole bowl of popcorn, and it's, you know, it's enjoyable. But it's not filling. It's not like a meal. Ouch. He's not hot enough. Well, and I think too, like... He's like, not hot lunch. Yeah. (laughs) The hotness of the male lead isn't what I like when I like a romance novel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you would have liked my book better. Yeah, I think I... I think it was right up your alley. He's got, like, a personality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) He's got a couple personalities. He, like, says stuff. He's still hot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can be hot. But he's rugged hot because, you know, he's got Mm -hmm. scars all over him. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, like, and then when she finally, like, kind of, like, and he's, like, real closed off, you know? And she finally, like, really gets to know him. And she finds out that he doesn't even do, like, he doesn't have any friends. He has, like, roommates, but he doesn't really know them. All he does is work at the coffee shop. Mm Mm-hmm study for his medical exams which he's done with now so i guess now he just reads some books right and works out all well, he does he doesn't have any friends all he does is work out well you know boring <laughs> but now she's his friend and but she's a chemist and she's very busy <laughs> <laughs> that's um, kind of disappointing yeah like at the beginning it talks like there's a little bit where she's like oh i'm reading this patent application and like i'm getting really into whatever it was about plastics i don't know uh-huh. doing all this research but you know uh-huh that's all well i'm disappointed in your book my book was much better <laughs> than yours and i don't even <laughs> read these books so um yeah my book you know actually i mine mean it actually, was fine yeah it was fine yeah 
I didn't fine. hate it. Yeah, but yeah, fine is not a good But thing. am I going to read the rest of the series? No. 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 So my book was fast. It, it it was able to carry the story quickly enough that you actually just read right through it. Yeah. Yeah. And and obviously, you know how I, I don't normally read these kinds of books, so it's, it takes me a while to get started. Mm-hmm. But this one, it took me several weeks to actually get past the first five pages just because, Mm. you know, it's like, here we go again. And so I managed to get into the book and then it was just super fast to read. I mean, the story carried itself just fine. I read this one in like a couple hours in one sitting. It's not a very big book. It's very small. Yeah. Maybe three hours, four hours. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't expect more than that. It doesn't look, it doesn't look all that meaty. It isn't, no. Yeah. You want your romance novels to be meaty. Yeah, give me a little, I don't know. <laughs> something, something. <laughs> yes. So, so I would say if you like romance novels, if that's mm-hmm. your if that's your thing, or if you like just love stories, and, and this one was kind of like lost and found love, so mm-hmm. that's, that's fun, um, I would say go read this one. It was a, it wasn't the kind of books that I like to read, but I wasn't, um, super disappointed in it. I wasn't kind of like the romance, the Amish romance. Where yeah. It was just like, I can't believe I had to read this kind of disappointment. <laughs> I didn't have that with this one. This one's a good story. Yeah. I mean, just a quick, quick story, but um, definitely steamy. Yeah. Yeah. For that's, real steamy. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Cause that's pretty normal, right? For a romance book. Right. People who don't know, like don't read romances mm-hmm. are not used to no, that. It's, no, this is straight up. Yep. Big mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah. You you might actually learn a few things. But that's what I was talking about <laughs> last time when I was like, you're I thought you know, I thought you were gonna listen to it as an mm-hmm. audiobook. And I was like <laughs> Well, I was while I was reading those parts, I was dying laughing because I was like, Oh, I'm totally gonna read these in an audiobook. Oh my gosh, that's so oh. funny. That's my new calling. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you'll be doing. While I'm sitting in a hammock. Heck yeah. <laughs> Bring on the smutty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there was definitely sexual education happening so yeah yeah and it was it was pretty pretty steamy anyway um so we did talk also about the book that i want to read next uh-huh. and i chose a cookbook yes because i just checked out a book called indian ish which is kind of a cross um stories and cookbook mm-hmm. of a, an American Indian family. So it's got tikka masala recipes that are pared down a little bit for our um, grocery, grocery stores. stores. Yeah. yeah. And then stories about an American Indian family growing up in America cool. and the differences. So it, that one looks really good. And I'm going to cook the food out of it. Maybe I'll bring it. <gasps> yeah. That'd be delicious. Yum. I love Indian I food. I need to pick an, in, an Indian food cookbook. Well, I just need to pick a cookbook. <laughs> Yes, you do. It could really be anything. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to cook an Indian food cookbook. That wouldn't be tasty. Do you have a recommendation for me? You know what? There's so many. I know. So it really just depends on what kind of food you're hungry for. Like Uh, right now? Yeah. You know, do you like Vietnamese? Maybe you should get the Pok Pok book. Okay. Okay. I love Vietnamese food. I love to cook Vietnamese food. Is that one like the one you're reading where there's stories in it too? I don't. I'm there might be. It's very in like pretty a pictures. Like that. Very pretty pictures in that one. Okay. Yeah. Um. So what else? I read this cookbook once called. I want to say it was called Will It Waffle. Hmm. And it was just like a bunch of things that you can make in your waffle iron. 
I've seen information about those yeah. kinds of things, like your grilled cheese sandwiches and your, um, what else you could do? Just like, like s- a panini yeah. chicken sandwich or something like that. There's a lot yeah. of different Lots stuff. Lots of different stuff, yeah. Yeah, I like waffles in my mm-hmm. waffle maker. I like that Teeny Tours of Pie cookbook I have. Mm-hmm. I've already read it, but I'd like something like that because she's like, she goes to different pie shops mm-hmm. and she has like stories about what she learned there. Yeah. Well, and then like recipes. To, go see if we, the Pock Pock book is checked in because I think it might actually be checked out. But it's it's beautiful cover. Can I use your pencil? Uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome. How do you spell that? P-O-K. P-O-K. Okay. Just how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's from the restaurant, the Pock Pock restaurant in Portland. I've never been there. Yeah. Well. Well. So maybe it has relatable stories from Portland. Maybe. Yeah. Even better. Well. Maybe. Or mm. worse. Or worse. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so um, there are some patrons at the library who bring us, um, will bring me <laughs> menus from restaurants in other cities uh-huh. so that I can go try them because oh. I love trying new restaurants um, that are foreign. Mm-hmm. And so the other one, the newest one, which isn't all that new, I just haven't been here to go is Burmese. No, it's an Asian cuisine. Yeah. So noodles, salads. But I'm anxious to try it. So. Where, where's that? It's um, in the food truck area down in Portland. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But if you want to try Burmese, man, I'm getting hungry talking about this. Me food. too. I love food so much. Food is delicious. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> just had a PB and J for lunch. I just had um, like so some sort of tater tot shepherd's pie at the Kelso Senior Center oh. because I was at the Kiwanis meeting. Yeah, doing a presentation. Thank you, Kiwanis Group, for inviting us to do a presentation. I like yeah. pies. And you know, it's so funny because I don't have a whole lot of experience with tater tots other than being tater tots. Oh, there's so much you could do with a tater tot. See, and I just didn't know this about tater tots. <laughs> and I've learned so many things that people have made yeah. with tater tots. It's amazing. Chris was telling me he likes to make nachos with his tater tots. And I'm like, yeah, they're called tachos. Tachos? <gasps> there's a really good tater tot food truck. I need a tater tot cookbook. Yeah. Let's look that up. Tater tot um, cookbook. Get, then I can walk around saying, get your own tots. <laughs> tater, um, tater, tater, just like tater. eating your tots out of your cargo pants pocket <laughs> or like loaded tots i really like a lot is that just like baked potatoes toppings yeah, yeah okay but they're on tots yeah. or there's like lots of like yummy breakfast casseroles that you can make that have like a tater top base yeah see all these things i just don't mm-hmm. know i i feel as though i've missed out on the casserole world yeah yeah yep. yeah it's a whole it's a whole it's a whole new. thing are casseroles like an american food i think it is yeah, yeah it's like a leftovers consumption yeah, function. well, consumption I do like function. a good casserole. Or, you know, even kind of an okay casserole is pretty good. I don't like okay casseroles. I do like good casseroles, but if it's not good, if it's, like, just mediocre, I can do without it. Yeah, but, like... I can do without it. What's a mediocre casserole? One that I don't like. Mm. Mm. And that, that could be any of them, because I am a picky, picky person. <laughs> 
it's very funny. I'll eat food that normal people wouldn't eat, but you give me normal people food. And Here's just like, some potatoes. Gross. <laughs> well, you know. Why would you make me eat that? Can I have that pencil again? Yeah. Sorry. That is a branded, super shiny red library ah. pencil. Love your public library pencil. Mm-hmm. All right, number two, a cookbook. Number two, excellent. So that one's in two weeks. Look, I've already read these other ones. I know. I wanted to get that one. Yeah, because that's on mine as well. Maybe we could do that third. Okay, mm-hmm. we're talking about. I might have to borrow the you. last you have book yours, in the right? series. Yeah, my dad is reading it right when, now. So when he's done, can I have it? Yeah. Okay. And I read my book with a one-word title, Dig, which I read for a mock prince, and then it won the prince. Look at that. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yeah. I, need to, I need to find a... I was out on the shelves looking for a one-word book, and, you know, they all have the or yeah. a. And like, Not Dig. Stop it. You might like Dig. I'm going to find something else, though, because it wouldn't make sense for us to review the same book. Well, it might. What about Otherwood? I have like a bunch of one word titles. That's all of your books are like <laughs> Well, it's just those two. Yeah, well. Um, I have one that's called Dawn, but it's up here in my hard sci-fi. Um, doesn't she have other books like in that in that same series, series mm-hmm. all with different one word titles too? Yeah, she does actually. Maybe I could yeah. do that and actually finish the what if I did one there, one there, and then uh, the third one there? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> I just finished my reading challenge. <laughs> I got a lot of white space on my yeah. still. I need to Spend some time and look some stuff up. Indeed. Yeah. I um, was talking with a friend about travel and um, this, I was just thinking about planning your retirement and money saving ways to do things that you want to do. And so now in my brain, I am working on um, learning more about how to travel more cheaply. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's, you know, on my, my to learn list right now. It's a priority to cut my expenses on travel but still travel a lot uh-huh. that's what i want to do so if anybody has information about how to do that come be on the podcast give you a call yeah cool cool all right so anything else no all right i think we're done cool well join us next time where we talk about uh cookbooks Yes, and library programs. Yeah. There's some fun stuff coming up in March, so we'll announce Yeah, I have a lot of stuff. i am started working on summer reading. Wow, uh, already. Wow. I put my order in for my a shirt. little bit behind. I'm going to get the dragon one. Yeah. That makes sense, though. You could get both. I don't want the other one. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting both. Yes, and you should, because that's your department. It's my uniform you know, for the summer. Exactly, yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us today. Yeah, thanks a lot. And like we said, uh, go read your read a book. Crazy Thing Called Love. Is that what mine was? Crazy. Crazy Thing Called Love by Molly O'Keefe. I would say if you need a romance book, this one moves fast. It's uh, It does have funny parts in it. It does have super romancy yeah. parts in it. And it has some super sex scenes. So My book had some funny parts, too. Yeah. Really kind of like a really dry sense of humor where like I laughed a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening to your shelf. Or mine. I'm Becky. I'm Elizabeth. Bye-bye. Bye. Studio time for Your Shelf or Mine is donated by KLOG, Cook and Country, and 1015 The Wave. We at the Longview Public Library thank our local stations for their ongoing support. Your Shelf or Mine jingle is written and performed by Megan McKeldry from A Song for You. 
Find Megan on Facebook or Twitter at Meg McKeldry or online at ReverbNation.com slash Megan McKeldry. That's M-E-A-G-H-A-N-M-C-E-L-D-E-R-R-Y. ReverbNation.com slash Megan McKeldry. Tell me why. Okay. Do, 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 do.